What's up, you beautiful people? This is Gary Horn, and this is, this is, oh god, I lost my headset already. This is, we're just glitching <laughs> up over here. How apropos. Uh. Uh, this, this is Gary Horton. This is, this is the NWA, the podcast celebrating the past, present, future, history, legacy, and tradition of the greatest pro wrestling entity of all time. We're talking about the National Wrestling Alliance, and we're coming at you with full FPSs. We're going to try to make this show as seamless as possible, because you're probably looking for a show that does that for you. <laughs> we're, we're, we are, uh, listen, man, we get it. We were there. We saw it too. Uh. Let's jump into this thing. I'm not by myself, as always. I am joined by Mr. Wilson Martin. Hello, Mr. W- Mr. Will. Hey, it's Will. Hello. Welcome, everyone. And uh, as always, the only man who could save us, if there ever was a man who could save us, somebody call a doctor! It's Dr. Rob Stinson in the house. Save us. Why, too, doctor? <laughs> I've always wanted to say Wilson Bediment, by the way. <laughs> Why would you want to say that? The, the baseball player, man. I just love oh, okay. it. Okay. I want you to know, like, I set up like a whole background here. Like, I had it going for like what what this was going to look like for me, and it turns out when we share the screen, it just it's not the same. Now the ten pounds is out of the picture. I just see a bunch of dolls in the background. Are they dolls? Hey, listen, they're not dolls. They're action figures. I just see the side of your face like you're a WWE superstar watching. Until I watch the TV. oh my god all right so guys uh you 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 saw it we all tuned in to uwn's and nwa's uh very uh first episode of uh prime time live here we are we're all here you've joined us here you are in the chat we're happy to see all of you I'm I'm excited to get your takes as well as Will and Rob's takes, and uh, we have not discussed what we're going to say necessarily here. We're just here to tell you what we saw, and uh, I've got my notes for what they're worth anymore. And uh, how do we do this, guys? How how do we how do we like start this thing? I feel like I was well, well first of all. Camera. First of all, we'll uh, we'll state the obvious. We're we're coming at you guys. On a new platform. Uh, this is not the normal, uh, zoom that you're used to seeing us on. And the whole, the whole time tonight with all these glitches, I was like, is this really the night for us to like test a new platform? <laughs> like, is, this, is all of our stuff going to go wrong too? But no, we are. Uh, yes. Cause if, 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 if even the professionals have trouble, <laughs> it just makes us look better. I don't, I don't even know what the hell I'm doing with that camera right now. I have no idea what's going on. So. But uh, yeah, so we are we're live on YouTube, we're live on Twitter, and we're live on Facebook. So welcome everyone uh, to this uh, primetime live after show, and we're gonna try to keep this to like you know less than three hours, so you yeah. guys can do it. <laughs> we'll do it. I mean, it, there and there was three total hours of action, just a, just a full. I've got detailed notes of everything that I saw. Um, they take up one page, and um, the. Um, I know it sounds like I'm being shady. Let me show you something that does make me happy. Look, look what I could do if, if Rob starts uh, talking some trash. Boom, Rob's gone. Rob's See, off Rob. the screen. No more Rob. <laughs> but if I say, "Let's call a doctor," there he is. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Will, you get shifty. Bye, bye, Will. It's just me and Rob. I like that. This is some new power that I have. You've given Gary too much control, Rob. Uh, we might regret this. 
Yeah, this is kind of fun, actually. Um, hey, and by the way, though, we just do want to say uh, just straight off the bat that this is made possible by some of you generous people out there, people like WWE Front Row, Ryan Romano, everybody who's shipped in, like bought merchandise, that sort of thing. Uh, I promise you, any kind of profit we make, we put towards trying to better ourselves here to make this stream more exciting and more accessible to everyone. Right now, we are not just broadcasting on YouTube. We're broadcasting on Twitter, on Facebook. Uh, everywhere. So this is cool. Uh, there, there's people chatting with us right now that are that are chatting from Twitter, and it's mixing in with the people from YouTube. So it's cool. You all, you guys, don't even all have to be in the same place. I, my, I, I sound like a nerd. I'm sorry. I'm just excited. A couple of MySpaces in there, man. There's some Live Journal. There's some Dog on Alta Vista in there. There ain't no That's damn crazy. MySpaces in there. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Rob, I'm trying to put myself in a good mood, and you ain't helping, dude. Rob, if you can't get if you can't get in a good mood over an Alta Vista joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, uh, so let, so let, let me say, man, that, that, yeah, okay, I get it. There was technical stuff that happened. Don't work it out, guys. This is a family. Things aren't always perfect. Hell, we've not ever done a perfect. Okay, it's gonna get better. We had some great matches tonight. We had some great matches tonight. The set looked fantastic. We're on the right road. I mean, I'm not trying to sugarcoat anything. There was a, it, this is not the time to experiment and make mistakes and it happened, but they're going to get better. It's going to improve. I'm telling you. Next week, we got Thunder Rosa showing up, man. We got Eli Drake showing up and we'll get to that. And we saw some fantastic matches tonight. So get over the, the glitches. Okay. They happen. They are what they are. Let's talk about wrestling. Let's talk about the fact that for the first time since like 1951, the world's championship was defended in Long Beach, California. The last man to do that was Luthez. Okay. So regardless of the technical glitches, history happened tonight. And, you know, and, and I know everybody had spotty connections and this and that, and they'll work that out. But let's, let's focus on the positive. Well, hey, man, you know me. I'm as positive as anybody, or I try to be at least. Uh, I try to do my best. And um, but the thing is, is that I I I got to be the guy. If you if you follow me on Twitter, you saw me. I was trying to talk it up. I was trying to tell you people were working on this, and uh, and that people were were working hard behind the scenes to make this happen for you. But Rob, I can't in good conscience sit here and tell you that I can't understand people that are going to be frustrated right now. People are going to be upset. They're they're going to be a little peeved that they just spent either seven ninety nine, eleven ninety nine, or twenty three ninety nine for a show that they probably only saw half of. And I'm not gonna. And that's not me sitting here. And I think that Fight TV knows this. And hopefully David Marquez and Billy Corgan and NWA they all know that I'm not here talking trash about them. This is not personal. It's just a thing of this. This episode did not work for a lot of people, including myself. I missed most of this show, and I and I wanted to see it. I wanted it to succeed, um, but I'm a little annoyed. Just to be honest with you, I'm sitting here and I'm annoyed, and especially that it wasn't resolved by the main event. So I am empathetic to the folks out there that are pissed off right now. Now. I get, I get your idea, Rob. I get your idea that I, I'm happy. I'm happy the NWA's back. I'm feeling positive. I'm feeling like they're going to work these glitches out. I want people to stick with it. I just, I can also understand that people are going to be, this is a hard hill to get over right this second. Right now, emotions are going to be high. People are going to be upset. Will, am I crazy here? How, how are you feeling right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a balance of both. Um, listen, I, I, I am, I'm not the kind of person to, um, to sugarcoat things or, uh, to be passive aggressive. I usually am pretty direct and I'll say, uh, I was disappointed a hundred percent. Um, I'm not disappointed in the talent, the matches, all the stuff you just mentioned, Rob, not disappointed in that. I'm, I'm super excited for everything you just mentioned, but the, um, the, the glitches and the shortcomings and things like that from the technical side, I am very disappointed in. And, you know, I'm not throwing anybody under the bus and I'm not blaming anybody. Cause listen, I don't work for fight TV. I don't work for thunder studios. I don't work for, for United wrestling network. I don't know. And honestly, it's not important who to point the finger at. What's important is um, that it's made right in some way, because, yes, I mean, there are people that paid for a product and got half of it tonight, if that, just because of the quality. I mean, there was not I did not sit and watch one entire full match without having to reset my Roku and log back in and start it back up. That was my experience. And everybody had a different experience. So I missed probably 30% or more of, of the event tonight, knowing that I was going to have to come on live on the internet and give a review and talk about it. That was really frustrating. Um, and so I, I'm not going to sit here and act like that people should just be saying, yay. Oh, it's okay. Like the people spent money on this. It'd be different if this was on YouTube, right? And it was free and it's like, okay, we'll catch it later. It was glitchy. They'll fix it. They'll re-upload it. Something like that. I mean, this was. This was a pay-per-view. And if you're going to put on a pay-per-view, it's got to meet certain expectations. If I go to a restaurant and I order a steak and I get half a steak, I don't just go, ah, well, I'm excited for the next steak. You know what I mean? I say, hey, give me a whole steak. That's what I paid for. You know, so that's kind of where I'm at. And that's my frustration. I don't want this whole review and recap to be about that and harping on that. But I'm not going to sit here and ignore everyone in the chat and act like I don't have, you know, as a human, similar uh, similar thoughts about, you know, what I just went through. You know what I mean? I guess what I'm saying is I get it and I acknowledge and I said it in my comments. I'm sure I'm, I'm sorry that Gary didn't hear what I said, but yeah, the stuff happened. The glitches happened. Now let's talk about, about the wrestling that did happen. Let's report on what happened. All right. Nobody, the talent, not us, not you, not James Lawrence, not anybody is responsible for technical glitches, but some great wrestling happened tonight. I'm, I, w- I would like for us to talk about it. And we will. We absolutely will. We're, we we're, we're, we we're going to run down this whole card. I, I we, wanna, we can't, we can't ignore the elephant in the room. That like, would be, that would be, that would be really this, irresponsible of us to ignore the elephant this in the room. This is the NWA. It's not, this is PC magazine. I, I feel like the person tried, wait, who's being PC here? <laughs> like, what do you, what is that I, even? I, PC as opposed to Mac, bro. Oh, <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I was like, you're, definitely not being like, you're always ranting about the other PC, so it's hard for me to tell. <laughs> PC <laughs> magazine, man. Well, I don't okay, even know. Yeah, you don't know how they were running that show, Rob. It could have been run on Max. We have to address it. I get it. We addressed it. Let's move on. Let's talk about the wrestling. The stream sucked. Now let's talk about the wrestling. We got that out the way. All right, let's jump right into the wrestling. So this thing opened up. You got Todd Kidley, Alyssa Marino, and Joe Galley on commentary. Marquez opens up the show, and he welcomes Chris Dickinson. Uh, and uh, he opens the show, and I don't know what he said. <laughs> I know 30% of what he said. He said something about everybody knows who he is, and then it kicked me out of Fight TV. And then I came this back, and it repeated the same thing I just saw. And then it skipped ahead by five minutes, 
And then I was all of a sudden in a match with EJ Sparks and Hammerstone. Do you have anything else you'd like to add to that, Rob? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know if you were following the, the live chats and the discussions that were commenting on it because people saw various things. But, you know, if, I mean, we're going to carry on the show completely commenting on us getting kicked out. We've established that we got kicked out. We got, all three of us got kicked listen, out. Hey, look, hey dude, I'm just recapping the show. You want to recap the show. I'm just telling you what I saw. Now I'm, I'm throwing thing. it to you to talk about what you saw. Here's the problem. I'm in the middle here, literally and figuratively, because I think we can talk about the show and it doesn't have to be fixated on the glitches, but let's not ignore when the glitches did happen. If we're going to talk about the Dickinson promo, I didn't see it. That's not me throwing anybody under the bus. I'm just going to tell you, I didn't see it. The glitches happen at different times for different people. So there's no point in fixating on the glitch. Okay. Let's not fixate on the glitch. Why don't you recap what Chris Dickinson said? At the beginning of the show. Here's my yep. problem with that. My problem is me not seeing that had nothing to do with glitches. That happened to me. That I was talking oh. to Tim Storm for Piper's notes. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, spoiler alert. We got Tim Storm coming on for Piper's notes. Um, hopefully, uh, you got all of that, all of that footage. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> listen, man, I, again, I don't know how many times I'm going to have to say this. I hope, I hope that if Nick Aldis, Mike Bennett, uh, anybody in part of United Wrestling Network, uh, including David Marquez, Billy Corgan, anybody who's watching right now, you know, you know that I love this stuff, man. This, this, everything I care about in wrestling. I love everything you've done, but I will not recap this show and not mention the stuff I didn't see because that's just well, how this went. And I'm not going to harp on it. I'm telling people, stick it out. The, They're going to straighten it out. Let's what we did see so we can comment. Here's what I saw. I saw most of Jordan Clearwater versus Will all day. I saw... Okay, well, we got a whole other match to get through before we get there, Rob. I saw so almost all of Heather Monroe. I'll just sit him out for a second. And then <laughs> <laughs> That's too much fun. I'm sorry, Rob. He was going to leave. Rob's I saw almost all ass. of Chris Dickinson versus Jordan Cruz, who wasn't the scheduled opponent, by the way. I saw... I saw, okay, here, I'll give it to you. I really wanted to know what happened at the end of the TV. I'm going to walk through the show. I just, I feel like you're angry at me now, Rob. And I I just. We're just doing a show, man. I love you, bro. I just uh, feel like you're. He hasn't called me yet, so I don't know. It's hard to tell. It's hard to tell with, you know, I just. Whew. All right. Um, So. What's up, you beautiful people? Welcome to the show. As you can see, tensions are high here, too. And uh, we, we feel it, man. And uh, and we're going to throw the chat. Don't get me wrong. We're going to throw the chat. Let us walk through this show here. We're seeing you. I know a lot of you are happy. A lot of you are pissed. More of you are pissed than happy, probably. We're going to run through the show. We'll throw to you guys in the chat, too, and let you guys get some words in. We were going to do like a quick like 15-minute show to recap the thing, and, and that is clearly not going to happen tonight because... Rob won't let me get a word in edgewise. Um, the, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding, Rob. I'm just kidding. It was a joke. It was a joke. I like how um, you're leaving. I like how you're leaving his Twitter handle up there in case people wanna wanna tweet at him. Oh, I've got to check that. <laughs> Could you I'm, DM that? Below. Where Where's my hand? <laughs> DM that Twitter account <laughs> with, with any of your complaints. Any complaints that you have. <laughs> Whatever you didn't see tonight, <laughs> Fight TV's complaint department right there. 
<laughs> and you know what? Actually, do that. Instead of spare the poor people in life, well, I guarantee you we're not happy that things weren't working well either. And yeah. I'm not sitting here telling you that I think that fight is the worst place in the world. We love Fight TV. Fight TV has been nothing but good to us. They are good people. And matter of fact, the NWA has been good to us. David Marquez has been on this show, man. Oh, man. I don't know how many times I have to keep saying this. I just feel like I really want to hammer that in. We love these people. So yeah. we're just trying to be honest. People want us to lie to you. You were there. Things happen. Things happen. Like, we're not going to come on here and bury anybody. We're not going to come on here and, and point fingers or do anything like that. The experience that almost all of us had tonight was not totally positive. And so we're going to talk about it. And yes, we're going to talk about everything that happened, but let's get that out of the way. And then let's, let's talk about what we can talk about and, and uh, let's get excited. I'm excited. Uh, assuming that based on this response, they're going to fix all these issues. And next week is going to be like completely flawless. It's going to be the best production I've ever seen. That's what I hope. Um, and that's, you know, I, you know, I'm not canceling anyone or calling for any, you know, anything like that. You know, I'm just saying this, this is this experience I had tonight. It didn't live up to what I I'd wished I had experienced and it is what it is, but we did see some wrestling and we did see some exciting things happen. So yes, Rob, let's, let's move on. Let's talk about it. Yeah. I, I do want to acknowledge one thing that happened in the chat there. Dead Kobe saying, and, and I want to be clear on this. If I wasn't, he said fight did okay with the last two NWA pay-per-views. I'm guessing the issues or with the venues technology. We don't know. That's the thing. I, I think that's where Dead Kobe's going. He can guess. We can all guess. We don't know. Fight TV, I guarantee you, did not want this to go down like this tonight. And we've seen examples of them not having it go down like this before. Thunder Studios, new deal with the United Wrestling Network. It just probably unforeseen stuff. I guarantee you, everybody there loves wrestling, and they're good people, and they wanted it to work. They were really excited and anticipating this being an important event for them as well. So we don't know where the hiccup was. All we can do is kind of count on them to resolve it henceforth. But anyway, so Chris Dickinson comes out, the Dirty Daddy. I like his look. He gives a conversation about everybody knows who I am. I did not. So I, I think that was part of the idea is that he's he's a very cocky guy. And uh, I was looking forward to seeing him fight. Now, where it skipped into is I did get into uh, I was happy to see Marquez. I could say that. I love the commentary team, by the way. I thought Todd Kinley, Alyssa Marina and Joe Galley did an excellent job tonight. I enjoyed every bit of it, especially you, Alyssa Marino. I don't know if you're watching this. You probably are. I mean, who doesn't? Um she did great, man. She was very assertive and in there and just on it. And like everything I heard from her, I was super impressed because I know this is a girl who, uh, a woman who's worked her way up in, in the WWE and unfortunately was part of those releases, not to get too personal on that side of things. But I mean, uh, this is, I mean, this is a steal for the folks at United Wrestling Network, I think. I, th I thought she did great. I mean, were you guys cool with the commentary tonight? Oh, man. Alyssa Marino, you said it. Uh, she was top notch, man. I mean, considering I've never heard her on commentary before, I'm not really even that familiar with her as a, as an in-ring talent, but I mean, she, she killed it, man. I mean, she's knowledgeable. Um, she didn't skip a beat. Um, she, you know, was in there with the calls when she was needed. She was setting up matches with precision and, and, uh, accuracy. And I, yeah, I, I thought I can't put her over enough in this whole thing. Um, that was a, a welcomed addition. I will say my only critique is, and I think someone said it in our discord, I would have loved, and this is just my personal preference. I would have loved to see a heel commentator in there. 
um, because I just like, you know, the Bobby the Brain type, you know, uh, kind of heel commentator. And I think in a three man booth that that would have been cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, those guys did great and, and elicited incredible. It was fantastic. I, I Alyssa did a great job. I, it was really, really, really uh, uplifting to hear Joe Galley's voice again on commentary at ringside. Man. You could tell how excited he was, too. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. He was giddy, man. It was fantastic. You guys have said everything that I feel. I think they did a fantastic job. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And uh, yeah, it was nice. I, I You know, I, I know that we're not like best friends with any of these people, but it was just uh, lovely hearing um joe galley's voice again like a, an old friend it was nice hearing him come back hey rob i am getting word from our producers that your mic is low do you have any way to turn that up my mic is low huh. or just put it right in your mouth it sounds like he's just going yeah turn volume up like it's just my computer i think it's voice activated just say volume up volume up okay let me try to, hey, y'all keep talking while you're doing this. I'm going to fix this technical difficulty. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm going to plug in my, I'm going to plug in my, my, uh, my, my, my microphone. Oh, there you go. Oh, well, that Ooh. would explain why it's slow. Yeah, I'm just, <laughs> it's uh, not plugged in. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, don't always use it, so give me a second. Keep talking, guys. All, All right. right. Well, uh, so the I'm next off. thing up is Rob missed this anyway, so we jump right into... One of the matches I was most excited about, Will, I was excited about uh, seeing Alex Hammerstone versus EJ Sparks. I was super pumped about this match. We talked it up a good bit on our uh, go-home show for it. Unfortunately, this is one of the more glitchy matches for me. I mean, it was right there at the beginning with all of the problems. And then, of course, at that time, we were in the middle of being frustrated, trying to figure out what the hell's happening. Is it your stuff? Is it my Roku? Do I need to restart? Do I need to back out, go back in? All of this crap. In the middle of it, I caught, you know, a good solid three minutes of this match, maybe. Um, Hammerstone looked just as good as I remember him looking, and uh, he he was doing some great power stuff. EJ Sparks was bouncing around. He looked solid. I was excited to to watch what I could, but, you know, it was unfortunately, you know, I was getting better pictures at that time in our Discord, which, by the way, you guys can join. There's a tweet out about it right now. Um uh, you know, uh, from the Alliance block, uh, J Cal, our boy J Cal, uh, and uh, he was he was there in person and taking some photos and stuff. But unfortunately, I got more of those out of that Alexander Hammerstone and EJ Sparks match than anything. But Alexander Hammerstone did uh, get the win in this one, fellas. Uh, Will, how much did you see of this one? I know Rob. I don't think you were in yet for this one. I was pretty engaged for this match. It was really glitchy, um, but. I wasn't super distracted by it because I assumed it was going to be something that was very temporary. Um, and so, you know, I was pretty engaged. I was paying attention. Um, I, I thought there was some, some great spots, um, you know, particularly one that stood out to me, just stuff that I don't see, you know, you don't see all the time, but there was uh, one where Hammerstone threw sparks into the corner really, really hard, like so hard that he fell to the mat and it, you know, slammed EJ Sparks in the corner and did some damage. I thought that was cool. Just showing his power and things like that. And I, I really thought that both guys um, were kind of in their zone, you know, Hammerstone being the power guy, EJ Sparks being the, the, you know, versatile kind of uh, high flyer, very athletic. Um, and even the, the, the fighting style, the kind of 
Um, what, what is it that, uh, EJ Sparks with Muay Thai or something like that, that he's actually trained in, um, that came out a little bit. So, you know, I thought, I thought again, from what I could see, it looked like a good match. Yeah. Rob, did, were, were you able to catch any of this really? No, I came in right at the Nick Aldis sub uh, promo where he's, you know, where he's, he's, uh, talking about, uh, Bennett and about redemption coming out of price. This is probably about. I don't know, 11, 12 minutes into the show. Okay. Well, um, so Hammerstone did get that win. Uh, we got an interview with Nick Aldis directly after that, so it was nice to see him. Unfortunately, a little bit of skipping there for me, but I did catch him talking about that, uh, delivering basically the, the Nick Aldis promo that you're used to hearing. I mean, he's, he's, he's going in there telling you that, like, Bennett's got something to fight for. I've got something to fight for. We're about to go in there and fight like men, and we're going to get it done, and we're going to deliver for you guys. And, you know, basically building up the match, everything you want out of a, a good, solid Nick Aldis promo. He delivered it, of course, as always. Uh, anything to add there, Will? Uh, no. I mean, um, I think I saw most of that, to be honest. But, uh, I mean, yeah, it was it was your standard, you know, veteran Nick Aldis uh as Rob likes to say, the statesman, he's going to come out holding the belt and uh, have a, have the confidence and the swagger that he always has. So when I say standard Nick Aldis, that's not a dig. That's actually a compliment um, because he was he was himself. Uh, he was, you know, he, he I, I haven't heard from him in a while uh, in this setting and uh, didn't seem like he had skipped a beat at all on the mic. So it was great. Um, gotcha. and, and I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to pretend that i'm objective on this at all i mean i <laughs> we're not either rob you know <laughs> you know the objectivity is over overrated anyway but um you know the you know nick aldis wrestled a couple of weeks ago noby bryant got to uh to knock some ring rust off but this was the first really big 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 uh match and to see him i don't know i was sitting down with uh with tanya uh, my wife watching it here in, in our in our studio <laughs> and uh just like Man, I thought that interview was fire. I thought it was fire. When he said redemption comes at a price, but it's not a price that I'm willing to pay or it's not a price that you can cash on the, on me. I thought all this nailed that interview. I thought it was amazing and it gave me chills. Um, and it, and, and you're right, Will. That's standard Nick Hall. That's what he does week in and week out. It just seems to me just emotionally it meant more because tonight was such a key night. I mean, I spent all day, um, Talking to my friends in the NWA, hashtag NWA fam, asking, you know, sharing thoughts. What do you think this and that? You know, uh, I really went into this, you know, thinking that all this would win. But like, man, gosh, I don't know. Are we going to get through day 696? And when Nick Aldis came out and gave that promo, I knew we were going to make it. to I knew it. Yeah, and um, you know the sad part is, though, Rob. Too, I, I think the reason I'm wanna, I want, I do want to go to bat for the consumer sometimes is like uh, I'm, I'm literally right now uh, talk, getting texts from a couple of people who are saying they lost their feed after the first match and they got nothing else, and they're trying to watch it now to see if they can catch up. I was, you know, they were just like, "Sorry, I'm missing the live show. I'm trying to watch it as we speak because I, I didn't get any of it." So. Uh, it, it was a little different from other people. So I, want, I just want to be clear, like, you know, I, I, I just figure we can't sugarcoat it, I guess. No, uh, I'm, not, I'm not saying that, Gary. I'm just saying we, we have acknowledged that it happened. It's no, I know it happened. And it happened. I was frustrated, too. I, I, I was messaging Brian Roaster and saying, I'm about to lose my freaking mind. 
if this messes up, you know. But it, it happened, okay? So they will fix it. I'm, I'm pissed it happened too. You know, I, this is not tolerable if it continues. But, you know, it's not the talent's fault. I mean, the, the matches still went forth. And, and we can, between our collective family, we can kind of generate an idea of what happened tonight. And that's what needs to be talked about. I don't know, man. I, I, from what I heard, Nick Aldis was running the production truck, and I completely put, put this on his shoulders. <laughs> I don't nobody nobody tell him I said that. Let's move on. Um, so yeah, next up was uh, Jordan Clearwater and Will Allday. Uh, oh, by the way, we should uh, we should take a tally here. I did write down uh, that for um, Hammerstone was Will and Spark. I think we all had Hammerstone actually that matchup so we're we're all tied up here okay um so uh will all day took on jordan clearwater this is where we're going to get a little different uh i believe will and myself both picked uh all day for this match and uh he came in looking cocky man looking strong i liked this guy i thought he has a good look he's, he's cool man and uh he's going in there against jordan Clearwater. who by the way jordan clearwater looks like a nice solid baby face a super hot baby face <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I, I enjoyed most of what I got to see in this match. It was skipping around a little bit, but I got to see a, a pretty good portion of it. I love Will all day at the beginning, grabbing the microphone, uh, talking some smack to the announcer about how to call him out to the ring and stuff. Some good heel heat uh, building there, and these these two guys had like a nice athletic contest. Of course, uh, the um, Jordan Clearwater ended up getting the win here, which surprised me. It's not what I was expecting, but Rob was. Uh, so congratulations, Rob, on that one. But anyway, good match. Solid, solid action. Uh, Rob, what, what did you think of this one since you were jumping on here? Well, I saw this coming. I knew it was going to happen. I called it. I tried to convince you guys and, uh, as normal. <laughs> as usual, <laughs> you, you blew me off. And uh, Now, like you said, Gary, in all seriousness, this, this was a solid technical match, relatively short match. Uh, both competitors look good. They look skilled. They look like they, they could easily, uh, walk their way up into, you know, into the middle card. And then ultimately the, both of these guys look like they could easily, you know, fit into a picture one day once we develop some, some, uh, some storyline and get themselves into a situ- into situations that are really meaningful. Uh, so I thought, you know, it was positive and, uh, I thought Clearwater looked good. It was, you know, I love matches that end, uh, uh, decisively, and I thought this did, and so you know it was a it was a good thing. Will, um, yeah, unfortunately, this was a match that I didn't see the end, the actual finish. I saw the celebration, so I knew Clearwater had won. Um, but I was pretty impressed with both these guys and, and the way that they um, worked together and, and the match that they had. Um, I'm with you. I think I loved uh, all day at the beginning. You know, full on heel. Uh, get my, get my introduction right, you know, establishing himself as, uh, he's, he's the guy and he's, he's cocky. And, um, I think, I think, uh, that played out well in the match. And, um, so I, I was pretty impressed with both these guys. I agree with you, Rob. I, I'd love to see more of these guys. I'd love to see them built up. And, um, this is just an example too of, of, you know, one of the great things about, primetime live is we're getting exposed if, if you're an nwa fan like we are you're familiar with the nwa talent but you may not be familiar with guys like will all day and jordan clearwater and so this is an opportunity for you to uh to for all of us to be exposed to these guys and and i think it's great at, at broadening our horizons so um i, I like both of them 
Yeah, for real though, about this is a chance to get to know people. I feel like I was misled. None of the posters, none of the title cards made it look like that uh, Jordan Clearwater was, was as big as he was. <laughs> Very, I mean, he looked like a large man compared to Will all day. I was not expecting that. I thought they were like kind of, you know, maybe like middling to cruiserweight size or something. And, and Jordan Clearwater walked in there and I was like, well, this is a, that was my that was my question i almost asked it in the discord but i I didn't want to like be embarrassed i'm like is jordan clearwater like huge or is will all day like really small because it was one or the other and i couldn't (laughs) i couldn't figure it out i was trying to like wikipedia these guys and see their like you know their build height and stuff like that but yeah it was that was uh that i mean from the first shot of of the wide shot of them in the ring i was like this is not an even matchup and i was immediately regretting my choice when we made our picks but yeah oh man well uh so congratulations uh, jordan clearwater with your first win on uwn prime time live i can't wait to see more out of both of these guys like rob said i think one of the cool parts about this especially in the first month here we're going to start getting a chance to see i think stories develop and that's one of the things that, you know, only all of us been it, I think. And that was just sheer force of will by both men to make that happen. There was like so much story. I mean, there, there was history on championship wrestling from Hollywood on some of these matches. Don't get me wrong, but, uh, it's just interesting. I think they can develop their own storylines, uh, from here with this program. Uh, so next up, I, I was surprised to see it so soon, but we got Heather Monroe versus Camille and, uh, Man, um, it was it was more of a contest than I gave it credit for, uh, by the way, because I, I just I, I think in our prediction show, I just called uh, Camille steamrolling Heather Monroe. And that did not happen. I mean, she. Camille manhandled Heather Monroe or woman handled Heather Monroe, uh, but. Uh, Heather Monroe did have some of those wily veteran instincts, some of that slick stuff that she's known for. And thanks to her manager, uh, what is it, Halston, uh, he, he distracted Camille at one point and then Heather was able to work over that shoulder and it really impacted Camille for the rest of the match, uh, and allowed Heather Monroe to get some pretty decent offense on Camille, um, even so much so as uh, Camille trying to sneak in that first spear and Heather blocked it with a kick and, and that was pretty sweet and then locked her up and tried to stretch her back for the, uh, I guess her moves to the back there. I apologize if I'm wrong, but it looked like that's what she was going for. But Camille, unfortunately, even with the hurt shoulder, too strong, powers out of it, throws her around, hits the spear. One, two, three. Heather Monroe goes down. Just like the rest, Camille remains undefeated as far as we know. So, uh, Will, what 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 do you think about this particular match? You're gonna make me go first because I was the the one that picked Heather Monroe to win. Um, I, okay, maybe I, I was just rubbing your nose in it. I guess <laughs> I don't. I don't typically believe in moral victories, um, but I, I do think this was a moral victory for Heather Monroe, and that's that, that's not me touting my, uh, sure. my pick when I picked her to win. Okay. But as soon as Camille walked out, uh, here's I'm on a level with all you guys. As soon as Camille walked out and stood on the center of that stage, I thought Heather Monroe has no business fighting this one. <laughs> this is this woman is in a class of her own. I mean, Camille, no one, guys, listen to me, no one since the pandemic started has put in more work than Camille uh, to get herself in shape. Uh, it was obvious that she's been working in the ring a lot. Um she looked very comfortable. The story they told, I thought, was great. There was a lot of twists and turns. 
And as I predicted, you know, Heather Monroe's technical abilities came into play a lot. And that seemed to be the hurdle that Camille had to get over. And she did. Eventually, she overpowered it. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is a match of the night candidate for me. Um, I was disappointed it was so early on the card because the glitches hadn't been fixed yet. And I thought that they were going to fix it. And um, so I was a little swept up in that. But I mean, it, this was a hell of a match. And both of these women uh, really established themselves as big parts of of primetime live, in my opinion. You are out of your mind, Will, if you think this was a more. <laughs> Here's what I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to disagree with you, I'm gonna, I'm, and then I'm going to give you props, okay? I'm going to give you and Brian Rosa props. I've I still will. yet to get props this whole show. I love you. Yeah, won't. You are my gear bear. I love you, man. I love you. Sometimes I love you so Just much. Just call me after this. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here's the thing, Gary. I mean, uh, Will, this was not a moral victory for Heather Monroe. It was a moral victory for Camille. Who everybody said was just, just strong, and that's it. They did not give her credit for her technical prowess and ability. They didn't think that she could go move for move. Even people that I respect, like you and Brian Russell, were saying that Heather Monroe was going to win this thing. Okay, and and you know, if I didn't have my better sense about me, I I, I might have bought into that. But like you said, the moment Camille came out, I had no doubt. However, let me give you props. Heather Monroe had a great match. She she gave Camille the contest of her life. I have never seen anyone stymie, stifle, um, weaken Camille like I saw tonight. And there was a moment with that when she was favoring that shoulder run. I thought, oh my gosh, Will and Brian called it. Holy cow! But at the end of the day, Camille's just too powerful, and whatever she lacks in technical ability, I think she's made up for you know it during the pandemic but she more than compensates with that brute strength and just her her in, inherent athletic ability there's not going to be anybody to beat camille for a long long time until she gets in that ring with thunder rosa and then that's a different discussion we'll have that discussion later great match definitely one of the two matches of the night for me for sure hey i i, I predicted monroe getting run over i was happy i i'm a i'm actually you know despite that a big fan of heather monroe i think that she's got a lot going for her and uh i, I was happy to see her take it to camille more so than we've seen anybody else so far so you know there's that for her so um good job heather but unfortunately yeah god did, when camille walked out on that stage i mean jesus i mean that was too much it was like she Mate. is very if you follow her on Instagram, I mean, she's just been uh, busting her ass day in and day out. I don't know what she's doing. If she's like getting ready to just be like Miss Universe or something, but she is just like she is. She is a machine. It's ridiculous. So uh, I, I pity anybody, man, woman, child, whoever. Hopefully, no children uh, that has to step in the ring with Camille. All right. Uh, so next up on the card, they uh, they actually threw over to. Uh, an interview. I thought they said they were going to Eric Watts, but I was pleasantly surprised. Not that I hate uh, Watts, uh, but they uh, threw over to uh, Eli Drake, and he was on uh, the mic, and uh, it was good to see him too, man. I missed him, just seeing him talk, and it's uh, looking good, looking ready to go, and we find out he will be back next week. He'll be in competition against Watts. Uh, so I, already, I was like, man, no, I know we we already knew we had Thunder Rosa and uh, who's Priscilla Kelly, uh, who presumably I think is the main event, the NWA Women's Championship. 
but also now Eli Drake takes on Watts. A lot of people were wondering about if these uh, crossover matches were going to happen, you know, between uh, talent from the United Wrestling Network and the NWA. We, we got it out of Camille and Heather Monroe, but that was the only one really on this card. And uh, it's cool. They're carrying that over to next week. Watts and Eli Drake. And both those guys are uh, pretty dominant figures in their respective promotions. So uh, I, I don't, were, were you guys excited about that? I, I, that pumped me up immediately for next week. <laughs> I was. I was excited and, and not to be uh, negative about something that's really exciting that we all want to see. But I was a little disappointed. I mean, this is one half of the NWA tag team champions that we're talking to. He didn't have a belt with him. He didn't mention the fact that he is, is a champion in the National Wrestling Alliance. Um, I would have loved to see a little more continuity. He could have cut the same exact promo just with a tag belt on his shoulder. Um, I just think when you have a belt like that, that's that prestigious, you should carry it everywhere you go. That's just my opinion. So I was a little disappointed in that aspect. doesn't take anything away from the fact that I am super excited to see him and Watts. I think it's going to be a, a, an incredible match. Um, but just that, that left kind of a poor taste in my mouth a little bit, if I'm honest. You're absolutely right. I, I, I noted that right at the beginning. I'm like, where's the belt? Uh, why is James Storm not here? Um, that that's my first thought, but then I was like, kind of like Gary's like, man, Eli Drake is back. I'm so happy. This is a guy that I've been critical of, but that I, but because I feel like the sky's the limit for him. I mean, you guys have heard me. I've said, you know, this may be the guy, this may be the, the heir apparent to the, to the throne whenever Nick Aldis, uh, you know, drops it, you know, if that ever happens in our lifetime, which it may not. But, uh, um, I, uh, for, if you're a, it, those in the chat, and you can ask my man Elder Sour. I saw his name pass by. Shout out to Elder Sour. I love that guy. You can ask him. Take notes, guys. Listen to what I'm saying here. You have to rethink the kind of entity that the NWA is if you're doubting whether there's going to be cross-promotional wrestling as a norm. That is the NWA. It's what it always has been. In fact, I would argue that that is the norm for wrestling, with the exception of one major Northeastern company who I won't mention, not because I'm critical of them, but that's not the place here. The NWA is going to do cross-promotion. That's what the definition of this of this project is. It's going to happen more. And Eli Drake versus Watts? What did Dusty Rhodes used to say? It's going to be a Donnie Brook. I cannot wait. That's fantastic. I, I, I just think, I mean, they're, they're working. I, I'm happy with that portion of the show, seeing them already going to bat, like trying to make sure that you want to tune in on week number two of United uh, Wrestling Network's Primetime Live. Like, I think it's going to be a big deal, like seeing seeing these folks in here. Uh, very, very interesting stuff going on. All right. So uh, then right after that, uh, we get the Tribe versus the Wolf Zaddies. I, God help me. I wish I would have gotten to see a little bit more of this match. I was a little disappointed. I got a lot of, a lot of stuff happening to this uh, feed, but I mean, fellas, maybe you maybe you saw more than I did, but what what I did see, these guys uh, were beating the hell out of each other, and uh, they end up just fighting and fighting, and nobody ever seemed to really have an upper hand, and it just goes to a time limit draw, um, which is to be expected. I mean, you know, they have a time limit on the show, so these these things are going to happen. I'm I'm in favor of that, but. God dang, I want to see both of them go at it again, or both teams go at it again. But, uh, Rob, how, how'd you feel about this match? 
Man, I, uh, we, we hyped this up the other night. It was a good match. It was all we hoped for. I did lose. This is a point where I was frustrated. Okay, I'm not going to dwell on that. I lost about a good three minutes of that match. When I was able to get reboot the stream, it was a, it backed up for me. Luckily, about I don't know minute twenty six, I had to go on my on my on my Roku TV and my laptop. Uh, so I was able to kind of generate an idea of generally what happened. Uh, but um, at the end of the day, you know, I was surprised. I thought I, I really felt like I mean the tribe had the size advantage, but um, the Wolf Zaddies, man, they're just they're beasts, man. I mean, literally and figuratively. And I thought they were going to win this match. So, uh, have, have, did you did you talk about the the, the finish yet? You well, just the time limit draw. I mean, basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, surprised me, and then I think the commentator looked like it surprised them too. And the commentator made the point that look, we do have championship matches, and and therefore all the matches have time limit draws. I don't feel like that was ever said before. Is that yeah, right? I don't think it was established. Yeah. I mean, to, to to be honest, the wrestlers even looked a little confused. <laughs> like they yeah. turned to the referee, yeah. and uh, she's like, "Hey, hey, time ran out." <laughs> like you could hear yeah. her just like telling them, "Like sorry." That's it. That's it. Will, yeah. Will, how do you, uh, do you have any thoughts on this match? Uh, yeah. I mean, you guys just, just hit the nail on the head. If they had announced in every match what the time limit was, I would have felt a little better about it. It did seem to come out of left field. I, I do like time limit draws because I think we're going to see this match again, uh, with a finish. And I think, I think they're good for that and for furthering the storyline. I think they got in there and man, this was a slobber knocker, guys. This was, Four beasts, they said it themselves. It might have been Galley who said it. It's just four beasts going to war. And uh I was hooked. And I'm a tag team guy, so I love this match. Um and I want to see it finish eventually for sure. Um so I think that um the time limit draw in and of itself is fine. Um but yeah, I think they should have just announced it. It would have made it a little more clear. Yeah, hundred percent agree on that. Um so uh, next up, uh, so, so those guys get rushed out. God, I just, I was, I was excited about this one and I'm more excited to see those guys go again. I just can't say enough. Love, love you guys. Um, all right. So Mike Bennett comes out for uh, an interview with Dave Marquez. Um, unfortunately, again, I, I just missed most of it. I caught some things about, uh, uh, trying to be respectful and that sort of thing. But there was a lot of determination in his eyes. And he did say, he, I mean, he basically said he was walking out of there with the NWA world's heavyweight championship. So I thought that was, I don't know something about that felt pretty bold. Um, am I missing anything of note there fellas that you, that you saw that, that I might've just, you know, haven't had a glitch during. There's been the anticipation of whether, uh, uh, Maria Canellis would have been there or not. And, uh, uh, you've seen this out in social media and this and that. And he's, he intimated to us that she would be there as a, you know, as a counter to the insurance policy. And he comes out to do the interview by himself. And then, uh, and then of course, at the, at the, the climax of the interview, there she is. And you're like, okay, things are starting to shape up into, into we're, we might see Maria Canellis and, uh, uh, Camille stare down at her, you know? So that's what I thought. So I, I thought, uh, he, he nailed the interview just like Nick Aldis did. I mean, we built this up to be a prize fight, and part of prize fighting is talking the talk and selling it and and, uh, and and laying it all out there. And I don't think either Nick Aldis or Mike Bennett left anything on the field, man. They poured their heart out, and I believe every word that both of them said. That, man, geez, these promos were, were just fire. 
Yeah, I, I totally agree. I, I will say this. I, I, I did. I was a little disappointed. Um, this is not piling on. I'm just, if I could, uh, I'm just, again, being honest, a note. Um, right before the show went on the air, there was like photos coming out on social media of Maria being there. Up until this point, Maria had not been announced for this show. And uh, I said it in our Discord chat. Again, you guys join our Discord. Uh, if you don't see the link uh, in the Twitter feed, make sure you hit it. Also, if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you hit subscribe. Anyway, thank you. Uh, the uh, the thing is, is like uh, there was that discussion. We had the interview with Mike Bennett where he kind of stepped around it, didn't want to talk about it. So I'm like, they're saving this. Like if it's going to happen, either it's not going to happen and they don't want to focus on it or it's going to be a big deal when it does happen. And then freaking 15, 20 minutes before, like they're throwing up photos of Marie backstage, Maria backstage with, with Mike talking to Marquez. And I'm like, right. All right. Well, she's there. <laughs> and then, you know, so it, it kind of, for me at least took away a little bit from that, that reveal, but maybe, maybe I'm being too nitpicky or something. I don't know. Well, no, I think, I, I, go ahead. Will. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Um, I was kind of excited because that had been something on my mind the whole time too. So it was cool. Uh, I, I kind of liked it when I saw those pictures because I was like, Oh, she's there. And it kind of gave me a, a little bit of excitement, um, you know, of what could happen and how that could play in. Uh, she obviously, you know, looked like she was going to be appearing on TV um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, bringing up that point, it did kind of give it away, but you know, they didn't really try to hide that. I mean, she came out with Mike and I think the surprise element was Camille coming out, you know, because she had had a match of her own and, you know, there's questions in the air of, is she still Nick's insurance policy and, and, th and this and that. And so I think that was the surprise that they were going for. Not so much Maria being there. I think it was. I think in their mind, it was going to be implied that she was going to be there. I mean, they, um, you know, that's been such a big part of his story that he's doing this for his family. So naturally, you know, she would be there with him. So I wasn't as, uh, you know, discouraged by that, but, you know, it would have been cool for that to be a surprise. But then in the same regard, like this was about Mike and Nick, this wasn't about, you know, having a surprise Maria uh, uh, appearance. And so I think them doing that, really kept the focus on the prize fight, so to speak. So that's exactly what I was going to say, Will. Uh, I don't think this was ever meant to be about them. And yeah, it's neat that, that, you know, stories when they're storytelling, they're the things that take twists and turn. And for them, you know, Camille and, and, uh, Maria's presence, especially was, was an emotional twist, but it wasn't an essential twist to the story. And the other thing too is, you know, it's not uncommon for wrestler spouses, even a, a spouse like Mickey James to travel with, the, with, with their husbands and, uh, you know, and not necessarily mean that they're going to appear on the card, even if they're, even if they might, you know, I mean, I've seen instances in which the two have traveled together in local independent shows where, you know, where, uh, uh, Mickey James has traveled with Nick and, and she doesn't necessarily appeal or vice versa. So I, I just didn't think too much about that. Uh, I thought that it was kind of neat how, they brought her in and it sort of uh, added an emotional twist to the story, but I, I'm with Will. I don't think it was ever essential to it at all. It was more an accident to the story, you know, just an, an added twist, but nothing nothing critical. All right. So maybe I'm being a little hard on him. So I apologize. Well, and then let's also take into consideration the context of Mike's previous position where, you know, his whole character was, you know, under the thumb of his wife and, 
you know, being uh, emasculated and things like that. So I don't think they wanted to play into that. You know what I mean? Uh, that's a good point. Um, I, I just, yeah, I mean, I guess I just looked at it like uh, people, I think, just still put those two together. You know, it's hard to hard to separate them. Why, why are you giggling right now? Were you calling me? I was calling Gary. Answer your freaking phone, bro. I'm not going to answer my phone right now. I'm, I'm, we're doing a show. Let's <laughs> make sure we're good, man. Oh, oh we're <laughs> fine. We're fine for now. Um, all right. Uh, so moving on, uh, the uh, next thing up is, uh, oh, well, we get an announcement that Ray Rosas will also be in action next week. So I thought that was a nice addition. The uh, UWN Heritage Champion. Um, so, uh, very cool. They're like, trying to stack the card up and get you, get you a few things to be interested in. I'm sure as, uh, the week progresses and we get into next week, you're going to hear more and more about, uh, what these actual contests are. But already, I mean, you've got some star power on there, I think, uh, enough to, to make people want to come back for more, hopefully. Um, then, uh, we get the debut of, uh, the Dirty Daddy, Chris Dickinson. And uh, he takes on Showtime Jordan Cruz, uh, which, uh, like you said, Rob, was not the an- announced opponent initially. It was a uh, Dickie Mayer, I think, was uh, who was initially announced. So um, if it said why this changeup happened, I missed it. Did you guys catch anything on that? No, I don't think they mentioned it, at least as far as I know. Okay. Um, so anyway, I mean, obviously, I mean, you know, no offense to our boy, uh, Cruz here. Um, this this match was more so. I mean, Dicky, uh, or I'm sorry, the Dirty Daddy. Uh, <laughs> just feels so good to say um, <laughs> the Dirty Daddy, Chris Dickinson. He uh, it, he's he's been touted up until this point. So I mean, you, you kind of I feel like you kind of knew what to expect here. Although I will say, uh, in in his defense. Um, Showtime Jordan Cruz looks great. Like he looks like a million bucks and he walked out there and I was like, Hey man, this guy's got a good look. He looks like a wrestler and he's ready to go. And, um, he got a couple of, he, he I don't know. Uh, actually he, he got kind of jumped early. And, uh, I thought the match was over like before it even got started. Uh, Chris Diggins had just kind of beat the hell out of him, left him laying. Uh, but Jordan Cruz did make the nice baby face come back. And uh, decide to start the match, and they had a uh, solid match. I thought, of course, uh, the Dirty Daddy comes out on top. And, <laughs> and uh, anyway, what you guys think of this one? I thought, man, I, I, I really like Chris Dickinson. Man, I thought this was a fantastic match. Again, I thought Jordan Cruz did did well. Uh, he, he didn't go in there and get buried or anything like that. But for me, the thing that sold this match was the mouth of Chris Dickinson. Um, just some of the lines that, that he shouted out prior to and during the match. This roster is in a whole lot of trouble, he says. I'm eating guys alive. Corrigan Marquez, he shouts their names out multiple times during the match. Is this it? Is this all you have? And, of course, at that moment, that's when Jordan Cruz begins to make the uh, the comeback and to show him, well, this may be all you can handle, but ultimately Chris Dickinson's too much. This is a guy who's been who's dominated Jersey professional wrestling. He's, he's uh, you know, made the circuit through Evolve and all kinds of other promotions. This is a real deal. He's going to be a big-time guy, big-time man. Yeah, I thought that um, having uh, – there was some good energy, I thought, between uh, Dickinson's demeanor and his just brash 
outspokenness. And you, you mentioned it, like calling out Corgan and Marquez and really just kind of putting down the, the rosters and things like that and really establishing himself as just this despicable, you know, guy with no respect. And I think Joe Galley even called it out and he said, you know, the NWA is, is, is built on, on respect and tradition and things like that. And this guy's got none of that. And I think that was cool in kind of creating that contrast of like, this guy is, is despicable and doesn't belong here. And it just made him seem even more, uh, more heelish. You know what I mean? So I thought that was well executed and, um, I like it. I think he can be a part of some big storylines if, if they use him correctly. Yeah, I, I think you're 100% right. And, and I'm actually glad you mentioned that, uh, both of you, and just talking about that calling out Corgan and Marquez. I mean, that was pretty impressive. I, I the, There was a lot of intensity going on with uh, Chris Dickinson that I really enjoyed. So I, I think they've got big plans for this guy, and uh, I can't wait to see uh, uh, what those are. He, he looked he looked great out there, and uh, so you can tell they've been waiting to debut uh, a guy like this. All right, so uh, then they announced that from New Japan, Carl Fredericks is going to appear on next week's show. Um, so yet another one. So they're, I mean, they're wasting no time already stacking the, the card up, just letting you know, just like trying to give you some names right off the bat to like look into, look forward to that sort of thing. So that's that's pretty exciting, and um, I, I'm excited to see that. Uh, folks, I just want to say again, if you haven't already, make sure you hit the like button. If you're new to us here, we, uh, we're called, this is the NWA podcast, but clearly we are talking about all things wrestling and, uh, we go live every Sunday and usually Thursday nights. And we randomly decide to go ahead and just do the after show tonight. And, uh, I think we're glad we did. You guys are all here and, and these guys are all here. I feel happy. I feel, I feel satisfied we did it, but we're happy now. Well, I think we all needed, I think we all needed this as like a therapy session after that. We all needed to just come together and instead of sitting and stewing on, you know, the negativity, we can at least come in here and, and, and talk about, uh, you know, this kind of stuff. So it's, it's, it's been good for me personally. So thank you, everyone. That's yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank, thank you guys. Uh, seriously, for everybody that uh, has joined us tonight. This is, this has been amazing. We want to give you guys a little bit of time to talk to you. So we're going to uh, push on through this thing. Real quick, so we can uh, make sure to wrap this before it gets too terribly late. Uh, Dan Joseph versus Levi Shapiro for the uh, UWN TV title. Um, Rob's going to hate me for saying this, but I'm just going to go ahead and put it out there. I have no idea what happened in this match. I, no. I, did, not, I did not see the finish whatsoever. I didn't see a replay of the finish. Uh, I saw Dan Joseph walk out. He was super hype. His energy upsets me with just how healthy and happy he seems at all times. And uh, I wish that I was as good a shape as he is, and he just seems like he he just would be an obnoxious to hang around with because he just looks ready to fight, and uh, and I just I can't handle it. But I was ready to see him wrestle, and uh, and then all of a sudden, my stream kicked me out of fight. I get back in, and the other, and Levi Shapiro's out there, with uh with uh howdy price and then my stream skips and there's literally nobody in the ring and they're like all right well that's that let's move on to the next match and it's the main event and i'm like what the hell just happened so if you either of you saw any of this i, I would love to know because i have no clue well, first of all, let me back up one second and and ask us what we predicted on the chris dickinson match we all predicted Dickinson winning. Okay, cool. And then what did we predict on this match? Mm, 
Well, uh, we we all went Dan Joseph. Okay, we were all right. Dan Joseph, as it turns out, retained the title. <laughs> I mean, we know that. He just, I didn't see one minute of this match either. <laughs> okay. So as long as we know that Dan Joseph retained the title, anybody in the chat can let us know if that is incorrect. We assume that's correct. This well, one, Jake Howell's in the chat, and he was there, so he can tell us maybe a little more how that finish went down because it looked uh, – I'm sure it wasn't, but it looked like a botch to me because it skipped. Like something – he was going for a cover, and then it was a two-count, and it looked like a kick, and then suddenly there was a three. I heard three, and then the bell was ringing, and I was like, was that a botch or was that a skip? So I don't know. I'm assuming it was a skip. Uh, yeah, maybe Jay Cal can maybe Jay Cal can shed some light. Okay, so Jay Cal says Shapiro tapped. Okay, so that that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I missed the whole submission. If he tapped, I missed the entire submission. I do like uh, our boy Jay Cal was there. If you if you guys five o'clock on Tuesdays, he does a pre-show that, that is fantastic. You got to be a part of it over at the Alliance blog. Check that out on YouTube. He was live from. Thunder Studios today, sitting there, not even sure if he was going to get kicked out. He was right there in in the middle of everything and uh, uh, talking to us, and uh, just uh, it, it was a lot of fun. It, you you got to check out the Alliance blog on uh, Tuesdays for that pre-show uh, and just in general uh, NWA news. Uh, where, where I was going to go, Rob? Sorry, and then I'll let you. Speak. I was going to say we were talking to dinner, Tanya. Just no, I, I, I believe I, that was me saying I wasn't finished talking. I was going to. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought after you I finished. I actually, I wanted to say something. I, <laughs> I just wanted to say I agree with him in the chat. He's sitting here saying he wants to see a Dan Joseph versus Zicky Dice match to unify the TV titles, and I agree with that. Oh. I think that would be fantastic. Now, Rob, please, God, talk. I apologize. I thought you said go ahead, Rob. Uh, it sounded to me there was a glitch on your stream. I don't need your apologies. I need you to just wrap this up. Let's go. <laughs> now I was going to say that that uh, you you were you were giving a shout out to Jake Howe, and I just wanted to add to that. Okay, we were at dinner tonight. My wife made a made a you and Jake Howe. I wish, <laughs> but no, me and my lovely wife Tanya uh, were at dinner, and, she, and I was mentioning it's like we were watching the pre-show. I was like, oh man, Jake Howe's at the show, and she's like, she said to me, and I was so proud. She said, "Gosh, the hashtag NWA Fam has." the East Coast and the West Coast covered. I was like, yeah, we got it, man. <laughs> That's it, man. I also, I would like to apologize to J-Cal. I think, I, I typed it all caps and I realized later it sounds like I'm yelling because I was like, no spoilers! Because he was talking about the bit at Nautilus match that we got coming up, but I couldn't see anything. I was just frustrated in general. And then he said something about a pile driver on the, on the ramp or something, and I was like, damn it, I'm not seeing that! And uh, so, anyway, all that aside, uh yeah, Jake, drop your drop your uh how how people can find you your link to YouTube in the in the chat there. People are asking for it, so you gotta gotta make sure to do that. Uh, let them know because I couldn't remember if it was just youtubecom slash the Alliance blog or whatever. Just just let them know. Uh, we are subscribed, so we don't have to worry about it. We get alerts whenever Jake Cal's doing business. All right, so uh, the uh, next matchup, of course, is your main event, Mike Bennett. With his wife, Maria Canellis Bennett, takes on Nick Aldis and Camille. Guys, I don't know if this is accurate or not, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it was cool seeing Mike Bennett come out. He got the total entrance. Uh, it was good seeing Maria with him. It looked like a million bucks. I was excited to see this. Those tights looked kingly. Like it almost looked like almost like a 
you could have taken it as a diss towards Aldis the way those tights looked. Like this match, I I am I was more excited about this match than I have been of any other match this year. I think, and uh, which I know doesn't sound like it's saying a lot, but just bear with me. Uh, I just believe these two guys had an awesome story, and I was excited to see what they do. And uh, and then Nick Aldis, like no music, no pomp and circumstance, just straight to the ring, just shoves the belt over to the ref and he's going at it. They're just in there. And I don't know. Aldis looked pissed. And I don't know if that was like he was just ready to prove his point. Uh there was a part of me inside that felt like he was channeling the frustration of the fan base that's just like this whole thing has been frustrating and I just want to whip somebody's ass. Whatever it was, it worked. A hundred percent it worked. I was so ready. I just needed this match to work. Now granted, uh did not work the entire time, but if I could say anything about these two guys, it's like this is the sign of professionalism. Like these two guys, there was a lot of stuff I missed in and out. I don't know how aware these two guys were of everything going on, especially during their match, but my God, like even the parts I missed, like the follow-up, was so good. Like every single moment seemed to count in this match that you felt invested, I thought. And by the time they rolled back into the ring and they, I think even Galley like announced, it's like, we're, we're back at jump. Like they're just going back at it. It was like somebody just told him, like, I think we got it fixed. Like just go at it. They like started back over and they just went at it. And these two guys beat the ever-living hell out of each other, and it looked amazing, and I'm excited. I was amped up, and I don't, I don't know. Uh, and did you guys feel this? Will, did you feel this? Absolutely. I, You know, and again, all the technical difficulties and all that, notwithstanding, uh, I mean, I've watched a lot of wrestling in my lifetime. Usually, I'm, I'm sitting back with a beverage, enjoying it, uh, I was literally sitting on the edge of my seat when when Bennett came out and then when Aldis came out. And I think you're right, man. I don't know if, if Aldis's entrance had anything to do with the fact that, you know, if he was in the back looking at Twitter, he probably knew there was a lot of frustration of people watching and he was about to go out and have a prize fight on pay-per-view that was having technical issues. But I really did feel like he was kind of channeling all of our frustration. Just, I'm just going to walk to the ring and we're just going to freaking fight. And and that just resonated with me, man. Like I, I just, I saw him come out and I was kind of like, at first I was like, Oh, what's going on? And then I was kind of like, hell yeah, come on, Nick, you know, like let's do this thing. So it was, it was interesting how that played out. And, and I mean, there was some glitches and some skips and I had to watch a, a certain sequence several times. Cause I had to go out and come back into the app and it looked like a highlight reel. I mean, it was just outside the ring. It was this, and then it was a pile driver on the, on the ramp. And then it was, and I was just like, it just blew my mind. So I can't wait. I will say I can't wait to go back and hopefully watch it in its entirety with no glitches um, because I want to appreciate the entire story. But I mean, yeah, you're right. These guys beat the hell out of each other. The ending, I, I'm not a huge fan of, of the, of the pass out submission hold endings, but I mean, you just believe that Mike Bennett was losing consciousness. I mean, he was, and just, you know, reaching out for Maria, literally, I mean, he's been saying it this whole time. I'm fighting for my life. I'm fighting for my life. It literally looked like he was fighting for his life. I mean, that you couldn't, you couldn't put a better 
cap on the story that he's been trying to tell since that first promo. And so for that, and you know, I'm a story guy. I love that kind of stuff for that. I thought it was amazing. Yeah. Um, well, no, Rob, I was going to try to toss it lightly over to you. That's, that's what I was going to do. I wanted to get this in just so you know that we're on the same page is that, uh, yeah, watching this thing. And especially at that point, they pick back up. I mean, the exchanges between these two guys were pitch perfect. Uh, there was the pile drivers from Bennett where you thought like, Oh my God, he might do this. Like there was some legitimate like stuff in there. And then Nick Aldis putting him in the clover leaf and Mike Bennett refusing to give. And you're like, my God, I don't know. I even knew, like, I think early on, I'm like, he's got to pass out. He's not going to tap. This guy can't tap. He, he's, he needs this too much. And, and that's all there. It's all right there in that match. It was everything you wanted to be Maria right there. Encouraging, um, uh, on top of everything else that's broken, they broke the goddamn tip out <laughs> gold. Uh, they, I mean, all of this stuff was just uh, brilliant, and uh, and and it delivered on every level on what you expected that a an NWA World Title match should be. So, I, I, Rob, I'm just trying to give this thing credit before I throw to you that like I thought this match delivered. All it made me do is want to see this rematch, like that there has to be a rematch. This can't be the end. Mike Bennett deserves another shot at Sweet Charlotte, and uh, we need to see that happen. But but go ahead and, and, and give me your thoughts there. I mean, right. And, you know, I, my, Will is my favorite person to cut a promo on. So, uh, you know. I, let I, me have it. Just let me have it. Hey, it's something right now, Will. First of all, you got to be out of your mind if you say you hate the pass out finish. You got to be out <laughs> now. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, listen, uh, uh, I think it was McKinney, Andrew McKinney brought up a, a good uh, point in the chat. And I think it's where I, I don't hate the pass out ending, but he said maybe if there was blood or if they had a little more time, it would have been a little more believable. That's my only point. And, and again, I didn't see the whole match. So go ahead, Rob. Finish your, now, finish cutting your promo on me. I'm just giving you our, I, uh, I'm with Gary on this, man. I thought that uh, this match delivered. Uh, everything it needed to, everything it had to, under the circumstances, uh, with with uh, you know the glitches and whatnot. I mean, there was a couple times where, gosh, man, I, th- I thought I was going to freaking lose my mind here, you know. But you know, I more or less was able to see ninety percent of what happened, and and I got to see all the key moments. And there were those couple of moments where I was like, oh my gosh, we're not going to. I was just thinking, I was telling, I was like telling Tane, I was like, please, please, if he doesn't make it to 700, I'm going to catch hell tomorrow. <laughs> so he has got, he has got to win this match. And then, uh, but I, at the end of that match, that finish, you know, I'm thinking like the, the three most important times I've seen that, that pass out finish has been, you know, obviously Stone Cold Steve Austin and Bret Hart, uh, Adam Pierce and Colt Cabana. And then this, and I'm thinking, man, you know, we, how many times have we said, you know, Nick Aldis has had some great feuds, some great series of matches with Tim Storm and, and uh, Cody. And is this, could this be the beginning of the the benchmark rivalry of the career of Nick Aldis? I mean, it could be. This match sold the story. I mean, all the elements are there for this to be an epic, classic Greek epic. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, this, this could be, this could be the one. I mean, and, and, uh, you know, this is, it was a great match. It was the second, you know, either the first or second best match of the night alongside Camille and Heather Monroe. I, I really enjoyed it. And, uh, I didn't hate, you know, I mean, obviously we knew that time was going to be an issue. I felt, I felt Gary, what Gary was saying, 
with all the emotion, all the things riding on this, uh, I didn't think there was any way in the world that, that Mike Bennett was about to get pinned or that he was going to be submitted. I didn't think that was ever going to happen. I mean, I was, I, I thought, you know, with five or six minutes left, that as like something's going to happen. One of those guys are going to pass out and set it up for the rematch, and we are going to see a rematch. And uh, you know, if you doubt that, then you weren't listening to what Nick Aldis said at the very end. Yep. Yeah, and I, and I've been joking about that, you know, half joking about it for the past couple of weeks with you guys, but just you know, tonight was was Aldis Bennett won, and I think that's all but a foregone conclusion at this point, even with the. The uh, post-match interview, if you guys saw it, it was a little delayed um, on the feed, but um, uh, Aldis cut a promo at the very end and put over Mike and said that he is world-class and, and he has an open door to try again. Uh, so I think we will see it. And like we said before, hopefully we'll see it um, on a bigger stage at some point <laughs> when things can get, you know, quote-unquote back to normal, um, but maybe on an NWA-specific pay-per-view or event. When we get there, uh, I would love to see that. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, the match did feel a bit rushed. I mean, of course. I mean, but it was still, I guess, uh, what I'm trying to say, there was enough there that made me really, really uh, want to see what happens if these guys get a full match with each other um, and see what happens here. Um, it's getting pointed out in the chat um, that uh, just for what uh, it's worth, uh, David Marquez did uh, go ahead and tweet out that uh, thanks to everyone who joined us tonight for Primetime Live. I do apologize for the technical issues on Fight TV. Those happened on their end. We'll be replacing the show with a master file. See you next week. So uh, uh, I bring that up to say that like he's, he's saying that it seemed to be on the Fight TV end. Um, and the... I guess what I want to say is, is like, no matter who's in it, it's on. Both those groups were working their asses off tonight. I guarantee you to make sure this thing happened. Neither of them wanted it to fail. Everybody was counting on this to be a success, and uh, they wanted, uh, they wanted this to be the start of something brand new and something special. So, all of that out of the way, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, is like, give them a little credit. For, there, these are all people we know. We've talked to them here on this show. If you go back, and you can see David Marquez, Nick Aldis, Thunder Rosa, uh, Allison K, Marty, Bell, everybody in the NWA, and uh, and then David Marquez has been here, and all of these people, uh, they they love wrestling just as much as you do, and I guarantee you, nobody wanted this shit to happen like it did tonight, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And so I'm even seeing a reply to David Marquez's suite, like, why is nobody taking responsibility? Fight says it was the venue. You say it was fight. Who's telling the truth? Like everything I've seen from fight has just been apologetic. And they've said, we don't know where the issue is. It may not necessarily be on our end. We don't know. And so they're trying to resolve it. Marquez is saying, apparently I, I assume pay-per-view worked fine. So it was just on fight TV. So that would, Tech support one on one would imply that that means that it's on the fight TV end. So, I guess I'm saying right before that, David Marquez still said, "I apologize for the issues." So everybody's saying they're sorry. Everybody's done. I mean, there's there's no conspiracy here. There, there's no like reason to carry this on. Like it's just things effed up, dude. That happens. 
Nobody wanted it to happen. Here we are. I'm, I've been nothing. I don't think I've been nothing but honest with you that it was frustrating. I told you I was frustrated. I feel you. I'm empathetic to your concerns. I guarantee you that is top notch story number one tomorrow morning when everybody wakes up and they start planning going into next Tuesday night. They're like, what the hell happened? How do we make sure that never happens again? That's all you can do, man. That's all you can ask from them. And uh, if you don't want to be there, I mean, you know, I feel sorry for you that you just can't come a break here on this one. They're going to fix it. The replay is going to be there. Uh, but it is what it is. Uh, maybe I'm off base. I'm ready to throw to the chat. Did you guys have anything you wanted to add there while I scroll through the chat and see if there's anything we need to bring up? Nope. No. All right. 100% with what you just said, Gary. Yeah. Uh, so, so Biggie two nine one one. Shout out to Biggie. He's a, he's a, he won our contest and got the uh, event for free. And he said Fight TV emailed him to say that it was from the venue. So maybe that's true. Uh, maybe they just said no. I don't know. Maybe if, if they did, maybe they'll. Apologize. It, it really doesn't matter, honestly. At this point, I mean, that's kind of where my head's at. Uh, you, uh, well, you know, honestly, Biggie, you didn't even pay for it. So <laughs> that's uh, that's. <laughs> congratulations uh, by the way thanks for being by the way you, you won so you should just feel on top of the world you won the most glitch you got to be a part of all of this controversy for free hey, hey gary before we, before we move too much further i want to go how do we call the uh the mike bennett match the mike bennett nick aldis match how do we call that just want to make sure we document what's the, what i'm about to say Everybody called all this. I, I know I lost because of Heather Monroe. I know I lost. You guys might have tied, right? No, no, we got followed first, third, and stupid Dr. Rob Stinson won. Okay. So wait, Give I picked moment. all this. Gary, you picked all this? Yeah. And Will, you he's, he's picked really going to play this whole thing out. So, like he's gonna, uh, hey, so. get this. Uh, so final tally here. Uh, Coming in third, the bronze medal winner would be Will with three. Gary got four, which is not a bad number. The only problem is just one. It's one less than this, <laughs> which is what I got. Can you add like a trophy to each week, and then we move it around to whoever wins the? Uh... Nah. Oh God, I don't know. I don't know where to turn. I don't know whether to turn in the chat for to feel better about myself or stay here and just deal with this gloating. Uh, guys, we got a few minutes and then we got to really wrap this thing up. It's after midnight over here on the East Coast and we all got work tomorrow, but, um, we, uh, we're here. We're here for you. Is there anything you want to get off your chest? You got a couple of minutes to get it in the chat. Just a few minutes. We'll hang out here. James Lawrence, where would we be if it weren't for James Lawrence in here? Say, Fight TV shouldn't get a break. That's their one job. Marquez shouldn't have to apologize. He set up an incredible show and kept it going through the, though the sky was falling. I blame Fight. That's their job. Okay, it is their job. Hopefully, Fight, you know, acknowledges that. If that's if it, it if it is the case that it is their fault, hopefully they acknowledge it. And that's fine. Shit still happens. You've effed up in your job. I'm sure. I know I have. And so, you know, that's that's life. Hopefully, they make it right. Uh, I'm sure. I feel pretty confident that if you like wrote Fight TV and you were like, I'm super disappointed I didn't get to see this thing live, they'll probably help you out. That's all they can do from here. So 
what do you need from them to make it better? You need them to to work on it and make it better for next week. Uh, and if you really need it, uh, you need them to take care of you for this week. Well, you can talk it out with them and, and sort it out. But there's there's no reason for us to go just hammering on Fight TV right at this point, uh, in my opinion. Um. The uh, Alliance Wrestling says, uh, being at the venue, I can tell you that nobody in the building was aware that they were having issues. I asked a few people in production that I'm friendly with. Nobody knew that there was an issue at all. So that's disappointing. I feel like, though, by the end, they were aware. Like, I feel like they were, like, timing things a little differently. I could be dead wrong, but I feel like the, the matches seemed to, you know, like that Dan Joseph match seemed to just kind of, push through and they were just trying to, I don't know, that could have been just normal timing issues or something like that. You know, I wasn't there, but, uh, and then I still, there's a part of me deep down in my soul that wants to believe Nick Aldis marched out there. Cause he was just done with everything. <laughs> it was just like, I'm just here to beat somebody's ass. And I'm going to do it right now. Uh, but yeah, absolutely. None of this has anything to do with the talent. So if I see you out there being pissy with the talent about any of this, in GFY. If you don't know what that means, just DM me. <laughs> um, any, anything else from you guys before we wrap this thing up? I'm just rambling now. Just uh, uh my, you get whiskey here, yeah. My man, my man, my <laughs> dad asking, does do we get does NWA High get a two hour delay tomorrow due to the technical difficulties tonight? And the answer is no. NWA High will be in session tomorrow because we have technical issues every day, like Gary was saying. Man, I mess up. At my job, I mess up in my marriage. I mess up as a father. It happens, man. You know, get over it. It'll, it'll be okay. They'll fix it. They're, they're, Fight TV is a professional company. They, 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 they are a good brand. They've got good, uh, people that work there and, and it happened. You know, there's no denying it. They'll fix it. I promise you they'll fix it. I have faith that if anybody's going to fix this thing, it is David Marquez and his team. Um, that those, David Marquez, if, if there is anybody that is more passionate about wrestling, I swear to God, that guy will talk to you for hours on end about anything you want to with professional wrestling. That man wants it to work. I guarantee you he's working his tail off right now to make sure this situation is resolved. So I feel good about it. We happen to know some of the guys over at Fight TV that have been nothing uh, but good to us. And uh, they, they provided us, like, for example, the code that we were able to do the drawing for. They were aware of it, like, during the time. And, they, and and I had communication with them. And they were very kind and saying, we're frustrated, too. We don't know. We're trying to figure it out. People are saying that Fight emailed them and, and told them it was at the venue. That that may be true. I don't know. Uh, the The last thing I saw was just they were saying, we don't know. We don't know where it's at. We're trying to get it fixed. Uh, thanks for the kind words. You know, that that's it. That, But, hey, man, tonight wasn't everything everybody wanted, but that is the way of life sometimes. But what we did get was a pretty solid teaser for what could be an epic NWA World's Heavyweight Championship match down the line, I think. And it, I thought it was a damn fine match given the circumstances. So uh, I love the setup. United. Wrestling Network Primetime Live. It looks looks brilliant. I mean, it, it looks good there. I'm excited about seeing more stuff out of this venue. I'll be here next week. I hope you guys will be. 
Uh, Rob, Will, any any last words for these folks before we wrap this thing up? No, thank you guys for joining. I know it's late, um, and you know I know it's uh, this is a different show for us and a different uh, different thing to be reacting to than we're used to. But thank you guys for hanging with us. And you know, again, despite all the problems, you know, let's address the problems. But uh, we love professional wrestling, and let's not let's not lose the fact that NWA. Uh, professional wrestling was back tonight and um you know even if you have to watch it tomorrow to get a a glitchless event i mean damn it we got wrestling back let's be happy um and yeah and so there's a lot uh, else going on too rob you're you're about to take a trip down to texas you excited about that oh my god dude i was gonna tell you about that man we got what's that what's the hurricane hurricane sally coming through Oh. Coming through North Georgia on Thursday. Like, I'm, wow. I'm thinking, gosh, we fly out at like 4 o'clock. I hope it doesn't affect my flight. But luckily, the move to Texas event is until Friday. So I will sleep at that airport. Somehow, some way, we are going to make it to Buda, Texas to be at that event. What Rob's talking about, by the way, if you're not aware, I mean, Thunder Rosa, who's going to be starring in next week's United Wrestling Network's Primetime Live, uh, defending. Uh, against Priscilla Kelly, assuming she gets through this week because she's defending tomorrow night on AEW. You guys got to tune in to AEW. Whether or not you like AEW, you need to at least tune into that segment and watch Thunder Rosa defend the NWA Women's Championship. How, how we went so long without any NWA wrestling. And my God, we just got a World's Heavyweight Championship match. We got another championship tomorrow night being defended by Thunder Rosa. Friday night on the title match network. We're all going to be watching that. So tune in. Hell hath no fury. Friday, September 18th. Thunder Rosa defends, assuming she gets through tomorrow. She's defending against the American Kaiju, Lindsay Snow. And as soon as she gets through that, she'll be right back on United Wrestling Network's Primetime Live. Thunder Rosa is the hottest wrestling star in the business right now. I don't, I fight me. Like she is on top of the world. She, people love Thunder Rosa. They know what she puts into it. Did you hear her interview on uh, Talk of Jericho? If you're not a fan after that, my God, come on. Thunder Rosa is legit. Uh, but anyway, thank you guys. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. We'll be back on Thursday night to talk to you. Uh, Hit subscribe. Hit the like button. All of that stuff. I got to wrap this thing up. Thank you so much again. Until next time, enjoy your gravy cake.